Welcome to the thrivingat60.com podcast, the number one motivational show on the planet. No more sour days for you. It's time to make lemons into lemonade every day. This is a podcast where we help you thrive, not just survive. We help you accept who you are, not where you are, by discovering and inquiring into how to turn lemons into lemonade. Are you ready for the roller coaster ride of a lifetime? Tired of feeling let down? Tired of the lemons life keeps handing you? We can help you make every day a lemonade day. It's time to put those lemons in a blender. Let's go on an amazing and exciting, unpredictable journey of discovery. We know champions sit in the front seat, so make sure your seatbelt is fast and tight. One, two, three, let's go. When you have an attitude of gratitude, people just want to hang with you. Introducing the woman who believes ordinary stands for extraordinary, the host of Thriving at 60, Wendy B. Welcome, I'm Wendy B, and I'm a life coach. And I started this podcast because I believe ordinary people become extraordinary people. And what makes them extraordinary is sometimes the adversity they have lived through and who they've become regardless of those circumstances. Sometimes it's the little acts of kindness they bestow on people one act of kindness at a time. I believe that most of us have the ability to thrive, not just survive. My intention is to cause curiosity, excitement, to thought-provoke, to cause people to alter their thinking. Alter their thinking in a way that would not have altered otherwise. And living from that possible altered view, create a new future oneself. A new future that wasn't going to happen if you didn't alter or question your old views. This could cause unpredictable results that could make a permanent difference in your life and in the lives of others around you. I want to motivate and help people of all ages, particularly women, 50 to 110, fulfill their dreams. I want people to experience being excited about their life. Are you excited? This podcast is to inspire and motivate you right now for you to take action today on your purpose, your dreams. Maybe some of you don't know your purpose or your dreams, or you're resigned, they could never happen. Regardless of age, regardless of your circumstances, I will motivate and inspire you one step at a time to turn lemons into lemonade. It's never too late to start. Would you like freedom and power regardless of what life throws at you? It's easy to live life when life is working, but true power, true freedom, is having freedom and power when our circumstances are ugh. This podcast is about when you get handed lemons, how fast can you make lemonade? Life isn't just about surviving. What does it take to thrive emotionally, spiritually, physically, mentally, financially? So this podcast is an inquiry into what does it take to thrive? Now, I don't know what it takes to thrive. It's an inquiry. It's not like I have the answer. We're talking on unacceptable behavior. And in one of our Al-Anon literature, Courage to Change on 158, it says, how easy it can be to justify our own unacceptable behavior. Perhaps we excuse ourselves claiming that we were provoked or had no choice. Or we dismiss our actions by telling ourselves that everyone does the same thing. With these and other justifications, we pretend that the wrongs don't count. This denial must be overcome when we take the fourth step. With this step, we take a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. It is fearless because of the strong spiritual foundation we have established by taking the first steps. It is moral because we list what we feel has been right or wrong about our conduct. And it is searching. The only way we can take the step thoroughly searching is to resist the desire to justify and excuse what we uncover. 
It may demand courage and self-discipline, but by freely acknowledging who we have been, we can make positive changes about who we are becoming. I'm a human being with strengths and weaknesses capable of achievements and mistakes. Because I accept this, I can look closely at myself. Today, I will find something to appreciate and something to improve. You never find yourself until you face the truth. That was by Pearl Bailey. When I look at that, it's like even if I lose it, I need to not justify it, but look to my own uh, reasons why I'm reacting, especially if, if someone's like threatening or uh, saying they're not going to pay something or I need to look at my own behavior. That can trigger something. I know that triggers something from the past, but it's like, wow, do I have to re react in that moment? They're angry. I'm angry. Do I have to react? So, and frequently as I was raising my children, when I raised my voice, and I still can from time to time, I need to clean it up with them. And I did. And uh, I told them it was my immaturity that had me reacting. No matter what they said to me, it was my immaturity. If I was reacting, it was my immaturity. That I was committed to not raising my voice, not name calling. I was, I was committed to all that stuff. And so if I raise my voice, I can remember calling, and, and I'm not proud of it. I can remember calling my one daughter, not the other daughter, but the one daughter, my oldest daughter, uh, starts with a B. I'm not proud of that. I did that. Not often, but once in a while I would. And again, that was my immaturity, um, not knowing not having the tools to know how to deal with her. Now, today, she can't provoke that in me. Hurt, I, I see today hurt people hurt people and healthy people heal people. Recently, a couple of months or a month before, yeah, a couple of months before Christmas, uh, when I came back from my trip, my oldest daughter was acting out. And it took me a while to deal with her acting out. And I listened to her for, you know, 30 minutes to 45 minutes, really saying some really hurtful things to me. But I was able, because of Landmark and Al-Anon, I was able to hear she was hurting and she didn't know how to get anything out except how she got it out. My relationship depended on how I listened to her. I, at one point, I was contemplating. It took me probably three or four weeks to work through it. I, I almost wrote her off. It was just like, okay. But that was just my ego or that was my, my inability to see something. But when I started doing the Landmark work and it's like, the only meaning, you know, I put meaning to what she said. And she could say whatever she wants to say. It doesn't mean it's the truth. It's her truth, but it doesn't mean it's the truth. And when I could hear that she was hurting, I was able to love her and let it all go. And I could, and I, I it was a growth thing for me because I was able to stand my ground and let her know I loved her. And I wasn't going to allow that kind of behavior around. And ever since I've addressed my son-in-law and her in a loving, respectful way and uh, left it in their court and I've had more respect back since I've done it instead of react. And I believe that every time we're given, if someone around us, especially people that we love, uh, are doing unacceptable behavior, to look into our heart and, I don't know, sometimes we just have to make decisions. Sometimes now and I learn put boundaries in, and but boundaries are only just for now. They're not walls to prevent things. They're, sometimes we have to put boundaries in to, to teach us to, it's just a fence to protect us until uh, that person can learn 
to grow and interact appropriately. And when I listened to my daughter, what I had to do, and, and this is what I chose to do when I listened to her, I really paid attention to things that she said hurt her and then I was able in another conversation a week or two later validate everything she said. I, I, I didn't have to, I validated her feelings. I didn't have to agree with what she said but I was able to validate her feelings and that altered how she was with me. And if I had a take, reacted to any of it and taken it on like personal and uh, you know put a wall up there we would not have the relationship we have. And I am so clear that my oldest daughter loves me and I love her. And that that behavior had to happen so that we could grow together and learn together. That I could be an example to her so that when she has children, she'll know how to deal with them. So I'm so grateful for the Al-Anon program and Landmark that has taught me so much and the people that have taught me to grow. So in closing, we're exploring how to thrive, whether we are 10 or 110 beyond. Where are you justifying your unacceptable behavior? What new action could you take right now that could make a difference? Where could you give up being right about your own behavior and ask this question, what are you committed to? And start taking new actions from that commitment. What are your habitual patterns that have you not thrived? Do you react to people when they're rude? Do you take things personal? What areas in your life do you want to be more effective? What areas do you want to thrive in? Well, what did you like best about this podcast? I request you subscribe to my podcast and rate it a number five. What topics would you like to hear me talk on? When you get handed lemons, how fast can you make lemonade? With an attitude of gratitude, you can make lemonade. I'd love to hear from you. Who would like a complimentary 15-minute coaching session? I want to call you personally and hear about your dreams and your goals. I will give you one amazing tip that will help you out. I will call people who let me know they left a five-star rating for this podcast and provide their username on iTunes or Google Plus or whatever provider that we're both using. Just hit the button, subscribe to my podcast and rate it a number five. Thanks for listening. Keep thriving. Thank you for listening to thrivingat60.com with Wendy B. What did you like best about the podcast? Email Wendy B at thrivingat60.com. Keep up on the latest by subscribing to the podcast. Also, drop by the website and rate the show. Turn lemons into lemonade at thrivingat60.com.